Here's a subject matter that I don't talk about a whole lot. We had Wolfpack, who uh, was equity crowdfunding from our stage at the end of the month in May, May 29th. I think their campaign is still open. It's republic.co backslash Wolfpack. Uh, that's the only motorcycle-centric company that I think we've talked about. Uh, they are sort of like a don't get lost in the pack, you know, thus the Wolfpack conversation. What a lot of people don't know, like most of the men in my family, uh, uncles and so forth, have are motorcycle junkies. Like they're Sturgis guys. They, they're all into the boss hoss. It's basically in our family. Um, well, one uncle's an outlier. He's a Harley Davidson kind of guy, but um, – Although he's like an original Harley, like what Harley was supposed to be kind of guy, not what Harley became kind of guy. Uh, no offense to Harley. We'd love to have a sponsor there. Uh, at any rate, uh, it is either Triumph. The bikes are the old restored Triumphs that all leak oil like a sieve uh, or a Boss Hoss. That's sort of where it falls. And I would absolutely love to be a motorcycle person. However, uh, my mom would kill me. And now uh, the insurance policy as running a company uh, probably would also kill me. So... Uh, I don't get to do that, but I absolutely love motorcycles and wish I could uh, could ride them. Why am I talking about motorcycles? Why am I going on a random rant to you about motorcycles? It's because we've got a really cool startup company uh, in here right now. Austin Rother, uh, I'm not going to say this right, Rothbard? Rothbard. Rothbard, I got it right. That's his voice. You just heard him. That is Austin Rothbard. He's the founder of Twisted Road. Uh, let's make it real simple. I mean, it's maybe the best, simplest t- tech startup tagline I've ever seen. Uh, we match motorcycle riders with motorcycles. It's that simple. Uh, it's essentially uh, what, like, what would you say, Airbnb for motorcycles? Yeah, kind of like Airbnb or Turo. We're doing for motorcycles what Airbnb did for homes. Yeah. So, Tur- I mean, Turo. I don't. Does Turo do bikes yet? No, they don't. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully they will after they buy you. That's right. That's how that's going to we'll go. See. Uh, so we're going to learn a little bit about uh, what Twisted Road does in sort of the market because one of the things that I found incredibly fascinating. Um, when Wolfpack was on stage, I know the motorcycle industry and I know that it's big and I know that uh, a lot of CEOs who, you know, have that sort of like midlife itch will go and buy themselves a Harley and all kinds of weird leather gear and shit that is just out there for them. But what I didn't realize is the market is mag, it's just so magnificent. It's huge and it's growing rapidly. The number of people who are the age of like 18 to 30 who are buying bikes, particularly in urban areas, is ridiculous. Um, and I think that if you are a Chicago or a Midwester, like a good portion of the of the country, buying a motorcycle is not actually like the greatest investment ever because of the fact that, well, it could be a good investment. We'll talk about how it could be. But for yourself as an individual, it's, it's a little challenging because you can't ride a lot of the year. And so where could you make money with it? Where could you, you know... Where could you get your ride on without having to pay the cost of storing and holding a bike? So that's why I brought Austin in here, and I want to learn more about uh, sort of A, uh, what Twisted Road is, and then B, how you found this Twisted Road. So Austin, take it away. What is Twisted Road other than what I just said? Okay, so basically we're a a motorcycle community. We, I'll just tell you a quick story. I've only been riding for three years, but the first... You look like a lifer. I'm just going to tell you. (laughs) You look like the scruff, the glasses, the boots. Like, you look like you... We're in the motorcycle gang in 48 hours. Like, yeah. that's where I see yeah. this. Got it. So uh, three years ago, I started. And um, my it's the greatest feeling in the world is being on two wheels. Yep. And my wife and I were out with the kids in uh, Grand Canyon and Zion and Bryce. And I said, man, I wish I had my bike. Because being on a bike is like the most liberating experience sure. ever. So I wasted about an hour and a half trying to find a motorcycle to rent. And there was nothing available. 
this happened over and over. It happened when we were in Italy. It happened, I mean, I was in Italy. I was 45 miles from the Moto Guzzi plant, and I could only rent a Vespa in the area and not rent a, a Guzzi. And you are my last interview before I actually head to Italy. I'm leaving for Italy oh, awesome. on Thursday, so that's we got awesome. that going for cool. us. Cool, cool. All sorts of circles here. Yeah, so anyway, that's what happened. You know, I, I got to my mother-in-law's once. I was... I was I wanted to blow off some steam and go ride uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway, and there was nothing to to rent. And finally, I said I'm going to go to Craigslist, and I, I had this great idea that I was going to buy a bike and leave it at my mother-in-law's house, and which I knew was never going to happen. Yeah. But it, I was just I was just dreaming a little bit, and there were 950 bikes for sale in the Greensboro area on Craigslist. And then I'm like, you know, I got to make this happen. I yeah. just got I have to connect both sides here, because when you're when you're riding. Imagine if you were a uh, love photography, and every time you got on a plane, they said, all right, you got to leave your photography and camera gear at home. Yeah. And so you're out exploring beauty, and you can't be on, you, you can't photograph it. Well, that's how it is with a bike. It, this reminds me a lot of, uh, we had a guy on uh, Fly Auto. Yeah. So essentially, like, if, if you're familiar with that, like, the, the model is very similar. Like, if you've got an airplane, like, you can't, you can fly, it's obviously much more expensive, a different deal, but, like, renting and being able to catch lifts everywhere along the way is some as a way to not only make money and recoup an investment on a bike or a plane, right. but it's also super convenient for you as the traveler who can't bring my plane, can't right. bring my bike. And you bring up the other side, which is, you know, um, how often are bikes being used? And so the average person puts 12,000 miles on their car in a year, yep. but on their bike, they're only putting 1,000 miles a year. And that's because they're really only 1,000. It's only 1,000. Wow. And that's because they're, they're, they're not used for commuting, yep. right? They're limited at that point. To, to weekends and sometimes seasonal like yeah. in chicago yeah. and so um their bikes i mean the both sides of the market are there oh yeah absolutely i mean you, you're spending i mean think about it i guess that makes sense because that's one of the reasons why all my uncles can have these older bikes because they haven't been ridden into the ground right you know what i mean people just aren't riding it's not to say that they're renting them out it's going to ride them into the ground but like in all reality the bike was built to ride it was built so, I mean, to ride. it's just sitting there dripping oil. If it's a Triumph, then maybe someone should ride it. Yeah, and the funny thing is that, you know, what we're, what we're finding is this is very different than renting a car. You know, renting a car, you rent it because you need transportation. Yeah, just right? A to B. You need to, you need to get from point A to B. But with a bike, you're renting it because you want to have fun. Yeah. And so what happens is the, the, the owner and the renter, they have this bond, and they're forming a very strong relationship where, hey, I've got this asset of mine that I love and I've had these great experiences yeah. on, and I want to share that with you. And so we've had people that have – I had a guy who took a bike for a day and a half. And the owner said, this was awesome. He put 850 miles on it. And he was just so happy because, yeah. not because of the, you know, it's just he got to experience it and have fun. So, um, yeah, the, the community's really growing it's also, organically. It's also interesting, right? Because, like, the, 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 unlike a car, I mean, obviously there's a different reason. One's experiential why you rent it. But, like, if you could rent old cars, like very different, unique cars, bikes are still like that. Bikes are still not one of, they're, they're very one of a kind. They're not the same, the same, the same, the same thing. So, like, I would rent a bike on one trip because I wanted an Indian. Yes. I would ride a, a, a cruiser because yes. I wanted a cruiser. Yes. It's very unique in the, the price, the ability for you to have different SKUs and prices and costs, different peak hours and da-da-da-da. And we've got some custom bikes, for example, in California yeah. and in Orlando. Who doesn't are, want a chopper? Yeah, right, right. It's like, hey, I want to ride this custom. You see all these custom-built bikes, and yeah. you're like, man, I wish I could ride that. Well, now you can. And... Um, but your, your point is great, which is like, hey, I own this Harley Fatboy or I own a Triumph Bonneville, and I always wanted to ride whatever, fill yeah. in the blank. And you, you're not going to go buy it, but there's no way to access it and ride it. We've got 610 motorcycles on the site, and every one of them's different. 
You know, we See, if I was allowed to to ride, uh, I mean, it's not like I'm not allowed to, but like I'm kind of like I just I feel the pressure like that I'm not supposed I fe- to. Ride. I felt it for like 40 years until because you said you can't because your mom would kill you. Yeah. So when I went to get my my first bike and learn how to ride, yeah. I told my wife, "Don't tell my mom." Yeah, yeah, you can't. Well, yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> It's right. like, it's one of those things. Like I, I leave that there because like you'd hate to have something happen and then you'd be like, oh, whatever. Right. It's like, I don't even want to deal with it. But the bottom line is, I follow the rules. I'm not a rule right. follower and everywhere else, but that one I follow. But the bottom line is, I would love to ride, and there's multiple bikes that I would love to ride. I love speed. I love adrenaline rush. Right. I love going to the absolute limit of the earth. Right. So for me, I, I don't think that there's a bike I can pick right now that I would buy other than out of nostalgia. I, there right. is no bike. I'm like, oh, I wanted a Cotty. Like, right. I wanted a Cotty for like 15 minutes. Right. Like, I don't, you know, so this is the perfect solution for a guy like me. Like, Did you ride when you were a kid or no? Yeah, I mean, like I rode on the back of my dad's. Yeah. I rode with all my uncles. I When I was in high school, uh, we had always had bikes around. So, like, I would just pick it up and just yeah. ride and, like, you know, it impressed the ladies a little bit. You'd be like, oh, you know, I can ride. You know, I can right. ride. Like, I never had a mi- motorcycle license. Right. I know that's probably, but I think that's actually fairly common among motorcyclists, but uh, maybe not the ones that are all-day cycle buyers. But for me, I, I would ride fairly frequently and knew what I was doing and would ride probably faster than I'm supposed to go. And right. it was fun. It's fun. You know, and, and then it just became this thing of like, well, you're kind of a crazy ass anyway, so maybe this is probably not something you should have. And I'm like, I feel like it is something I should have. <laughs> right. Regardless, right. Uh, I, this is how I would go. I mean, like yeah. knowing about this twisted road now is something that would like completely. Uh, if I if I went to to start writing it, like that's a, a perfect solution for me, and I suspect a lot of people like me. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first thing we do requires a motorcycle license. Well, yeah, that's. So I we, assumed that there was safety. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm yeah. out in this one. You're that's, out in this one. That is my. Uh, that's my that's my protection against myself. If I don't get a license, then I have, someone's going to have to say no to me. And that's then, right. Then that's it's like, right. oh well, I tried. You know. That's right. Um, so tell me a little bit before we you know wrap on this. Like what what are some of the you know the business model? I assume is the same as like the rest of those sort of Airbnb yeah. total kind of. So models. So the owner gets seventy percent of the rental if they if the bike's on for a hundred bucks a day and the day is twenty four hours then they get $70 every day it's rented. It's that easy. Simple, We yeah. pay them within 48 hours of the bike coming back. The owner's not responsible for any damage that happens during the rental period. There are pictures that are taken when they, during the checkout process yep. all through our platform, and then if there's any damage. And you've built all the tech out. Like, how long have you been at this? Uh, I've been at it for 18 months. We've been live for six or seven. Yep. Um, the tech, we, we actually hired a company to help build it out, but we're in the process of rebuilding it on, on our own right now yep. on the side. And, um, you know, I've my history is I've run four different companies in the past 10 years, but this is my first startup. Yep. And the companies have been anywhere between 20 and 500 million in revenue. Um, I've never run a company with zero. Yeah. You know, but is it fun? Yeah. Well, it's amazing. It it's is actually amazing. really interesting. I had I was I was going through my docs with uh, a guy that we're working with right now and. He looked at my balance sheet. He's like, oh, it's a baby balance sheet. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. asshole. Right. It all works the same. Yeah. It's a no, it is. Yeah, it all works the same. Yeah. And so, um, but I was lucky that, you know, we, we only, we were live for 48 hours before our first sale. We got our first sale within two days. Yeah. And um, people Not surprising. Right. This makes so, it's just so simple. I got a great story. I, can I tell you this great yeah, story? Yeah, tell we, There's a, I got, we got contacted by a guy in Iceland. His name is Christian. And Christian said, hey, you know, I'm coming over, and there, here's this bike I want. It's a BMW 1200 GS, and I want it in Washington, D.C. I said, no problem. We'll make it happen. He said, oh, and I want it for four weeks. Oh, and I said, okay, well, I'll check with the owner and make sure he's okay with that. And he goes, oh, by the way, I, got, I, wanna, I want to 
pick it up in Washington, D.C., and I want to leave the bike in San Francisco. And so, I, so okay, so then I, I, text, I, I text the owner, and I said, hey, we got a potential four-week rental here for you. Are you okay with that? And he goes, yeah, how much money would I make? I said, two grand. He's like, I'm in. Yeah. And then I said, well, I lo- give me a minute. I got to find out how we're going to get the bike back from San Francisco. I got to go find a company to haul and everything. Yeah. And the owner said, don't even bother. He said, I'm going to fly out. I'll meet him. I'll ride the bike back myself. So in week three, the rider extended his ride by another week. So now he's got five weeks on there. And the owner flew out, met him, motorcycle.com, covered the story, photos, awesome. the whole story and everything. And then he rode back. That's what I love about these businesses. And, he, and, 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 he, and he, he had to ride fast because he had another rental waiting when he got back. Incredible. So, I, I, I love these stories. Uh, I love this business that you're in. I think it's fantastic and cool. There's so many other little weird but interesting uh, marketing and sales verticals that are going to pop up as a result of yeah. this and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, very cool. So where do people go to download? I assume is it an app? Or is it it's not an app yet. We'll okay. have an app this year. That's the goal. Okay. But they go to twistedroad.com. Okay, twistedroad.com. Yeah, they can follow us on Instagram, it. at twistedroad. We're at, really active on Instagram. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it would be kind of a shame if you weren't because the stories are sort of the self. The stories are great. We have, we have pictures uh, always in the stories of riders who ride and send us pictures. We get them all the time. We have a cool game that we do every now and then in our Instagram stories. It's pretty interactive. Awesome. Really I love this. Cool. This is like the, the these are the businesses that I absolutely love. I mean, it's like the first company ever on stage of technology was Spot Hero. And it's one of those yeah, things yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who the hell thinks you're going to like make money renting space that people already rent? That's not a business that right. exists. And it's like, not like this. It doesn't. Right. This right. is uh, it reminds me of that very much. And I, I honestly. Uh, in just a short time that we've had a chance to talk, I, I seriously, sometimes I just get that feeling someone's going to have success. I think you're going to have a lot Thanks. of success. I this appreciate it's, that. It's such a, um, it's a no-brainer. Right. This is like such a no-brainer. So very cool. Uh, as mentioned before, folks, this is uh, my last podcast for a little bit here. I'm going to take a what we call the pre-honeymoon uh, with fiance Jen. We're going to head to Rome for my buddy John Gordolution. A little shout out to his wedding. Uh, and then we are going to kick out on the Amalfi Coast. I'll be working. So if you're emailing me and doing stuff, uh, we will, uh, I will respond, uh, just be like seven or eight hours different from you, but otherwise, uh, we will still be firing away and my guys will still be pumping stuff out on social media. So by all means, uh, stay in touch with us and we'll be back hopefully in our new studio at WGN radio, which, uh, I was a little depressed about leaving WGN studio on Michigan Avenue. Um, but I hear that the studio is unbelievable. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that and maybe what, who knows, maybe we'll come back with a live stream video and you guys have to see it yourselves. Uh, so anyway. As always, this episode, you can listen to this and more at Technori.com. Download the podcast on iTunes and stay connected. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Technori. Or you can follow me at Katoon. Uh, or if my mom doesn't know, I could be on Twisted Road riding around my motorcycle. <laughs> That's a wrap.